0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void were prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com.
1: What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Hulk's Haven Podcast, powered by SB Nation. You can find us at Hogshaven.com, Hogshaven on Twitter and on Facebook. I am your host, Maldi Moll. Jamal Forbes. you can find me on Twitter at Let mall Tell it, do not forget the U. Look, hey, it's not turning fire. Um... Big deal. Very big deal. Uh, Rivera pulled the plug um, after three years for Scott Turner in Washington. Um, We had a conversation on Trap or Dive podcast uh, with NBC Sports Washington's J.P. Finley, uh, obviously uh, does good work over there as well, has the Washington Football Talk podcast as well. Uh, for NBC Sports Washington and obviously does a good job on 1067 the fan as well. Uh covering that, that the commanders and uh as the commanders insider as well, just making sure he's plugged in with the team and at all times. And he was the one to break the story. Uh we were fortunate enough to to have him on the show this evening. Um, the, the evening in which I'm recording this and sending it to you all on Hog Saving as well. So um it says an emergency pod. Uh don't get used to these. I'm not used to these myself. <laughs> Um, but I'll, I'll I'll try to get these out, like when, when, when it's fitting, um, I guess and and when I'm able to, but with that being said, uh, this is one of those moments where we could go ahead and get this one out. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get straight into the conversation from the Trapper Dive podcast with JP Finley, uh, and then my co hosts as well, Dre and AJ were on with me as we had that conversation with JP. So, uh, listen up. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button as well. If you haven't done that, uh, leave a rating and review as well. Uh, help your boy out on the Hog's Haven side. Help Hog's Haven out as well. Appreciate y'all. Enjoy y'all evening. Enjoy y'all day. Whenever y'all listening, peace. Well, b- before we go, hey, uh, Dre, I, I want to get your point in because I know you just checked in. Uh, but we do got JP on, so we're gonna bring JP in, uh, have him filling in the conversation. Uh, and Andre, we get your thoughts as well. So let's go ahead and bring the good man JP Finley on. Uh man, you've been busy today, big dog. How you feeling, man? I'm,
0: I'm good. How you guys doing? I wanna I wanna start with what's important here. Uh, where the hell does Dre live? That's the nicest house I've ever. <laughs> Is that great nah, hey, hey, screen filter. Nah.
2: I didn't want to nah. show my humble house. You know what I mean. So I'm just using a screen filter.
3: Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, nah, Dre crying. Dre live at a sunrise living community
1: grandpa right behind him um but look though jp we were just talking i mean essentially just the overall aspect of offensive coordinator spot obviously um scott turner being fired uh is the the biggest deal and and figuring out what to do behind that is, is one thing but i guess we'll start from the top uh just seeing that situation overall uh i correct me if i'm wrong but i saw you break the news i don't know if anybody else was first to it but i saw you break the news what Uh, Is your thoughts about the situation? Um, Obviously, you know, three years in a row, nothing really came out of it. That was positive uh, in terms of like a a production standpoint. Uh, But the floor is yours. Just your overall thoughts of of Scott Turner. And and where do you think uh, things need to go from there?
0: Yeah, man, Um, I did break it. Thank you. I uh, I, I, none of us are surprised by this. Right. I, I mean, you've got a team that missed the playoffs the last two years um clearly the offense been the weak link of the organization um you know this past year they averaged 18.9 points per game that's not going to it's not going to win a lot in the NFL i think they have uh, i think they have a legit top i mean the, the stats will tell you they're top 10 defense i think defensively they are a divisional maybe NFC championship weekend defense offense they just didn't get anywhere near enough um Scott's a part of that, obviously. Um, I think, you know, you can can have real questions if if the play action stuff works, like if the run concepts marry with the pass concepts. Um, I think he was generally pretty good on his scripts coming out first 15. I I think you wonder if there was – I always wondered how much stuff in the second quarter set something up in the fourth quarter from – you know, the same formation and then you run a different look where the defense is expecting something. And then, I, and then are you doing that in week five to set something up in week eight against a different opponent when you know you're going to have another third and seven in the third quarter and you give them the same look and let them expect something and then you do something different. Like to me, that's the sign. The sign of like great offensive minds to me are maximizing your best players and just getting them the ball. And I don't know that they did that and, and being creative. I think Scott was creative formations. Um, there were a million different looks, million different variations. I think there was a ton of motion. Um, but they got bogged down a lot. Um, people say he didn't run enough. People say he didn't pass enough. Like some of that, some capacity being an NFL play caller, you're never going to win. Like I bet if you go on Chiefs blogs people are pissed at Andy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. some, some capacity you, you won't please everybody. Scott was part of the problem, clearly. I think the problems offensively are far greater than Scott. Um, dude called plays for nine different quarterbacks in three seasons, or I guess eight quarterbacks, but nine different times over three seasons. Like, I don't know if Bill Walsh, I don't know if Joe Gibbs wins in that situation. Um, I think. I've been loud on this. I I think the moves they made on the offensive line this off season were a disaster. Um, They, they went cheap because I mean, give them credit for not reworking Carson's deal and having to go cheap, but they never should have traded for Carson in the first place. But like, (laughs) I mean the decision, like Brandon Sheriff to Norwell and Turner, like those are disasters. And, And they thought they could lean on these veterans that they knew from a previous stop. And it, ended up they couldn't. Um, you know, like we do the blame pie thing on the radio. Like if I'm doing a blame pie for the offensive struggles, at least half, more than half, probably is on the the lack of a stud quarterback or even a competent high level, like the lack of a solid B quarterback. I'm not even talking about a A, but like give me a seven and a half, eight out of ten and this team's probably playing this weekend. And, and you then, know the,
1: the crazy thing, just just real quick, we yeah, thought sir. that at the very at the very least Carson went coming in like a lot of yeah. people was like at the at the bare minimum he can give you average quarterback play and he couldn't get he couldn't even give you that dude. Yeah, I said please, the same thing. I, please I, don't
3: put me in that category because I did not believe that.
1: I'm saying we <laughs> as in a collective. AJ, I know you. I know I you. am not part no, of I, we.
0: That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <people laughs> people, my my thing with Carson was look at the back of the baseball card. Like I, Mike Rizzo always says that. I think it's a smart thing that. Like I'm a big, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in kind of averages and you throw out the outliers. Like when he was a stud in 2017, I said, that was chasing a ghost. He was never going to give you that again, too many injuries. And clearly something has happened. Um, but I think, you know, the, as bad as he was, what was his last year in Philly? Um, oh, yeah. he got benched. 20. Like, I, I didn't think he was going to be that bad again, either. Like I thought both of those were the outliers. And if you look at what's in the middle, it's pretty good. He wasn't good here, period. And he's a nice guy. And I think all the locker room stuff we heard from other spots, I never saw any of that. Um, he's a little introverted, like he's not—he's not that dude like you want your quarterback to kind of be. But that doesn't mean he's a bad person. Um, but he was bad on the field, period. I, I think—I think that hurt Scott a lot. Frankly, I, I think it was Ron's call to go back to him for that Browns game, which was a disaster. Um, but dude, it's pro football. Your offense stinks. It's not showing a lot of signs of improvement. There may be a lot of reasons for that. Like the reason Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime got fired is because they can't fire Kyler Murray. Like you fire the coaches because the players are sticking around.
1: they on the hook. Dre, I know you said I, I, you was about to say something before we added. He's this, yeah.
0: we allowed to sip. Oh, Oh, no, come on. Look, come on now.
2: JP, it's the show. This is what it's we been a doing. long day, boys. It's
1: been a long day. Hey, I'm, I'm with AJ tonight. I got the water, man. But, but Dre, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the floor because I know uh, you didn't have a chance to speak on things. So, what, what, what were your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I mean, on Scott Turner, at the end of the day, I mean, we can talk about the quarterbacks, which is true. I mean, he had a shit hand dealt with him with quarterbacks. But at the same time, I mean, Scott Turner did himself in. I mean, like the feel of the game, I think that was his biggest issue. I mean, he just didn't feel the game in a lot of these situations, and that's big. Like you can be a creative play designer, you can get guys open, you can scheme up a couple of different plays. But if you're not stringing together a consistent thing, or as JP mentioned, you're doing one thing in the second quarter and then you're going back in the fourth quarter, but you're not tricking people or you're not faking people with these looks so it was just like his feel of the game I mean even uh I forget which game was it the Giants or the San Fran game where Brian Robinson had very few carries in the game and it's like oh, he's dying. your best running back and you know, actually he's been your best offensive player over these last few weeks in a sense and he's getting what 12 carries in an important game so it was like this is these are the things that were kind of dooming Scott and you can just tell that whenever Ron was asked questions about Scott that his patience was wearing thin in a sense, like they, they weren't aligning together. So the Scott Turner news just doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, we kind of all expected this. Will you know, the players growing frustrations over the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, that's pretty much just my thought. And it. it's not surprising. But now the question is, and I wanted to ask JP this because obviously he's plugged in. What direction do you go in now? I mean, we, me and the fellas were having this conversation beforehand. We were talking like, what are Ron's options here? I mean, he's, he's 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 in seemingly a lame duck situation. What direction can he go in? I don't think he can go in and get a bona fide young stud candidate, but you know, we're we're kind of looking at trying to tie the dots and you know, oh, maybe he's gonna get a Carolina guy. But JP, what what do you think his
0: options are realistically here going into next season for this coach's search? So I think a couple things. I I get that it's lame duck and maybe nobody wants to come here, but I mean, what's my man? What's the guy's name from Philly? That Steichen, I think, is his name, Shane Steichen, something like that. <laughs> yeah, Shane right, Steichen, the OC. Yeah, he's not coming here. He's gonna have serious options, probably as a head coach, like Kafka from the Giants. That top tier are, aren't coming here, but they're probably not going anywhere. That's a lateral move. So exclude like the top tier of people. I I think one you've got. I, I, there's there's multiple things here. Keep in mind that a lot of offensive coordinators aren't the play callers. Like a, a lot of these offensive coaches are the play callers. So you, they have an OC that has that title, but they're not play callers. You come here, you're the play caller. And that, that's a huge deal for people that are trying to become a head coach. Um, look back a couple of years ago to Matt LaFleur when he was working with Sean with the Rams. And then he left to take the Titans job because he got to call plays. And it was a lateral move technically, but it's not lateral when you get to be a play caller. You'll get that here. And I don't know where else you're getting that opportunity. Um, there's also, so there's 32 at OC jobs, probably 20 of them you get to call plays, probably five of them are coming up. So like some of it is just, yo, this may be a lame duck. And I only get one year, but if I run good offense, that tapes out there for whatever comes next. Um, Could he go young, innovative route? Maybe. I mean, he did it with Scott, even though that was kind of a, one of his guys from Carolina and certainly Ron and Norv have a lot of history there. Um, I, I also say this, and maybe I'm like trying to sound optimistic here, but if he does hire an older coach, like if he does hire somebody, whether it's from Carolina or elsewhere, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Like, Jack Del Rio's been good. He hired Jack Del Rio from ESPN. He was out of the league. Like, he, he couldn't make another move like that. I, the obvious names to me are Chizinski, who was with him with the Panthers, Shula, who was with him with the Panthers. Um, both those guys are in kind of – I don't want to call them fake roles, but they're, they're both like assistant head offensive head coaches or something. I think um, Chud is with like the – I think Boston College. Shula's with the Bills. Um Those guys would make a ton of sense. Both were OCs for him. Shula was there when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I I think there's a lot of young candidates that could be interesting. Also keep in mind, the Rooney rule now applies to offensive coordinators. So so they're going to have to bring some minority candidates in. All of that has to get reported to the Fritz Pollard Alliance. So, like, this is not going to – like, Ron's not just going to fire out a statement tomorrow, yeah, we hired Mike Shula. Like, that's not how it's going to go. And there's policies in place that make this go differently now – and maybe it'll work like maybe some maybe a young black dude will come in and wow him and he'll love the concepts and he'll love. Hey, Ron, I know you want to run the ball and I want to run the ball, too. But I think I think we do that in a different way than you were running. it. And, and I think we can use Gibson and Robinson on the field at the same time. Like it's entirely possible that this thing goes a direction we're not expecting. And it's a good development.
1: That's one thing, AJ, because I know where you was headed. Uh, so I just wanted to get it right <laughs> yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about this thing where he mentioned? I don't, I didn't take him literal when he said like the two to one ratio because that's not even impo- like fifty five percent. Yeah, I'm about to say like that's Atlanta. They around fifty four percent. Yeah. So my thing is like, how do you even convince? Like, how do you, if you have a philosophy coming? I'm not saying it's impossible. You already broke down like a weighted a, a coordinator or a potential coordinator could wow Ron Rivera. But if if do you think that Ron is the type of person based on like your understanding of Ron? he's going to be headstrong and coming into these interviews saying that I want a guy who's going to look or envision or, or play, see things the way I see things. And I want to, I want to have a run first type of offense. Can you do this for me? Um, And if you can't do this for me, then I don't know how we're going to work together. How do you kind of envision that whole thing playing out? Understand your, with your are understanding Iran and understanding that he wants to be that
0: run first offense. So I think it's a multi-layered question, right? I think dude, like, The Rams offense last year that won the Super Bowl was run first, the Niners offense for everything they do for all the motion and, and all, all all the isolation of their best players. That's a run first offense. Like I, I I still firmly believe in running the football in the NFL. And there are a lot of really good head coaches, especially off that Shanahan tree that believe in running the football run first. Doesn't mean 34 belly on one set hike. You know what I mean? Like it, it can look very, very different. Um, Two, I think, you know, as Ron said in his ways, of course. I think we all four of us know that. But (laughs) I I think this scenario is different. Ron has this meeting next week with Dan and Tanya. And his next meeting with ownership might be with different owners. And maybe this has to show, like, maybe this is a higher, not necessarily for Dan and Tanya, but for what's coming down the road. And you want to show that you are a, 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 you have a wide base for your thinking and you want to show that you're trying to take this thing up a notch. And I, I think as much as they tried to, dis, not dismiss it, but they, they they said, we're just going to do our thing and ownership's going to be ownership. They're thinking about it. They're absolutely thinking about it. Now, I, I don't know what it means as far as hiring a new OC, but I, I think it'll be part of the equation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think
3: Ron has to show that he can also turn one of his his greatest attributes and greatest weakness of loyalty into a strength now. You know, going into possibly his last year being a head coach in the NFL, because I feel like his loyalty has put him in bad situations with certain hires. Uh, when you think about the Scott Turner over um, Kevin O'Connell, or maybe even the Jack Dorio over Wade Phillips, like who knows how differently this defense would have looked. Uh, statistically, and also from uh, creating turnovers. Um, but I was telling Maul earlier that I feel like this opportunity kind of, unfortunately, probably fits a, a minority candidate perfectly. Uh, take a, a Ben uh, – Brian Johnson, who's the quarterback coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, if if Shane uh, ends up not getting a head coaching job, he remains the O.C., that's a perfect opportunity for someone who's been mentoring and helping out uh, Jalen Hurts and was also the offensive coordinator at the university of Florida to get a opportunity to be an offensive coordinator and, and kind of run the same scheme that they're doing at the Eagles where it is run first, but it does have the, the variations of, of being able to create some passing concepts and things of that nature. Cause like you said, the Rams, the 49ers are run first teams, but the way that Kyle and, McVeigh get creative in the passing game you it, it kind of feels like it's very balanced um, and unfortunately Scott wasn't able to adapt to that so um, how do you how do you feel about possibly a guy like a Brian Johnson possibly coming in here because I feel like honestly none of us really have a pulse on who could be the OC um, yeah they now have the interview minorities but I think a lot of us are just running down the, the, the past tree that Ron Rivera has, such as the Chijinskis or the Shulas, uh, the North Turners and, and such. But we don't really know of any external possible candidates, whether they be young or old, and if they even are open to being innovative and in, in bringing some young juice into the
0: building uh, and giving them that opportunity. I mean, you like to think the, the program will work. Right. And I mean, I, I, I can't speak specifically to um the Eagles candidate. You're saying mm-hmm. I think about Deuce Staley, dude. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know the Deuce would come here. I mean, Deuce is a pretty outspoken guy, but like I, I've met him through B. I know him a little bit. Um I B actually sent me home when we were hanging out with him because I got way too drunk. But um <laughs> we uh like, watching Hard Knocks, I love Deuce. Like, yeah. that's a dude I'd be interested in. Um, there's a guy – like, maybe I'm just fanboying out, but there's a dude on McVay's staff, um, a, a, a young guy that that I find interesting. I, I, one is Thomas my, Brown, the running yeah. back coach. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty. But he's also coached tight ends. If you, yeah. if you go and, like, read transcripts or watch how Sean has talked about him, I find that really interesting. And – Dude, I mean, specifically to the minority candidate thing. I, I'd be curious what Jason Wright's role is in all this. Um, and, and he hasn't been involved in football, but. Mm-hmm. I I would think if you look at what the organization has done since they've hired Ron, they have absolutely tried to put women and minority people into positions of power. So I, I, I think it's going to be an interesting part of this process. I have no idea what's going to happen.
2: Well, JP, now, see, I'm bringing up a point, kind of what you were alluding to before AJ asked you a question. AJ brought up the younger candidates, and you were mentioning guys that may make a lateral move, but they get to be the man now here. There's a name being floated out there, and
3: that's Eric the Enemy. Who obviously it at all? <laughs> Mitch yeah, <running>. and, okay, <laughs> okay. And, and, I think and I said Michael Jackson's name too as offensive of coordinator.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, the Eric B. enemy thing does make sense in a sense from the, he, the point. But of, hasn't
0: he started calling the plays out there? But he still doesn't. Like he said he's now the play Let's call. Take a look. Right. I mean, but, the, but he, I mean, he, Andy he said that be,
3: years ago, like a couple yeah, years ago, and but, it's still. And, but if you notice, he's not getting no traction.
2: In you think Jackson. he's gonna get more traction leaving Mahomes? But see, I mean, a lot that maybe in his mind, I don't know why he's not a head coach. But he interviews every year for a head coaching job. And I, I, at this point, you know, all of us are trying to connect the dots and see why is he not being a head coach. A lot of people are bringing up his past, but then a lot of people are also saying that he's a product of Mahomes and Reed. So maybe he wants to get out of their shadow, and maybe that's where some of these rumors are kind of coming into play with the enemy. Because if he goes somewhere like Washington, where he calls the place. And he does maybe have a successful year. That's something good to put on his resume that he couldn't put in Ch-
0: Kansas City. That conceptually makes sense. I don't. <laughs> think, I, I, I don't think it. it, it if I, if I'm Eric Bieniemy and I'm in a situation with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Jarek McKinnon and whoever they add next year, and that factory just keeps housing points, right? And, and I have an opportunity, and that opportunity is to go to Washington, which is likely going through an ownership change, with a head coach and a GM that sure seemed to only want to run the ball. And it looks like I could be canned the following year. And my o, I don't know what's happening with my O-line, and I don't know what's happening with my quarterback. That ain't for me. I'm it's staying. It,
3: yeah.
0: but, i I'm eating ribs. But, like, I, I say this a lot. Dude, being in it for a little while now, knowing people that that it's their life, 80, 85, maybe damn 90% of the league is about self-preservation and just knowing how good you have it and how much you love it and just wanting to stick, just stay in it. And I'm not saying that about the enemy at all. I've never met him, never spoke to him. But like, I'd have a real hard time. The, the name, if you want a name to me would be Leftwich over Biennemi. I mean, Leftwich's success was kind of attributed to uh, Arians. This year, he gets to be the play caller. It's kind of not gone great. Everybody's going to say it's Brady. Leftwich is from here. That whole situation may be Who the hell knows what Brady's doing? Like, if if you're shooting for the moon, and and maybe Biennemi's even higher up in the stars because he's been doing this longer. But Leftwich has a ring as an O.C., the enemy has a ring as an OC. Like if, if you're shooting for big, if you're big game hunting, for lack of a better word, I think left, which makes more sense than the enemy. Is If I'm the process- enemy I'm and somebody else calls me to be an OC, I'm telling them to go bleep themselves. I'm only answering <laughs> calls for head coach.
1: That's fair. I was going to say, so there's two things. Um, first thing is a statement. Uh, Dre, just given your, your reason, I think if there was a devil advocates way, wouldn't this, kind Of simply be like the same thing in, in terms of like a gray area for, for Carson Wentz. Like, if there's so much uh unknown or or controversy surrounding like the the enemy name, wouldn't that be taking just a, another another risk similar to, to Carson? Like, imagine if the 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 offensive of coordinator job doesn't work here and he's and he's called in plays, like he's undoubtedly called in plays in Washington. Uh, that can get a little scary if things just fall flat on his face again. Um, again, I'm not saying that's gonna happen, just a statement in terms of a counterpoint, but Brian Lefritch. Uh, JP is it, it really as simple as um requesting permission to interview Brian Leffridge or Byron Leffridge? they get permission or they don't get permission and therefore if he wants to come here after you talk to him it's just that simple or is there more layers more layers
0: when it's a lateral move okay um if it's a if it's a step up there's you you're granted the permission um and and do a lot of this stuff changed over the last three years so that's my understanding i could be wrong but i, I know if um aj was your guy who was um you mentioned the, the qb coach from philly uh brian johnson brian johnson if if the commanders called philly to ask about brian johnson for the oc job it's my understanding philly would have to say yes because dude hell it's america if somebody's gonna get a promotion you gotta let him go right or at least interview for it um now if they called him about the quarterback's job they can be like nah. Beat it. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, so I don't, I know I, I, I didn't want to take up a lot of time. I appreciate you even joining us this, this evening, JP. So I have one more question, AJ. I'll give it to you all, Dre, What's, as well. Hold on.
0: What's um, AJ's Twitter handle? Because you two are like two of my favorite Twitter followers. I'm going to follow AJ. <laughs> I was uh, AJ underscore
3: Thompson uh, Jr. Hang on, hang on. on.
2: you love him, I, JP. I, he's he's the troublemaker of the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's going to be on your ch- ear about everything. Chilling,
1: Let me see if man. I can. Let me <laughs> I'm going to retweet this one. Just I get enough know.
0: people giving me grief. You, am I going to be catching heat here? Or we oh, no, no. Nah, nah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. that. Nothing Damn. like that. <laughs> yeah. Nothing All like that. All conversation purposes. I'm looking um, at AJ's Twitter. Um, you know. Girl, you got a 10-piece. Don't be stingy. <laughs> um. <laughs> it was, hey, uh, JP, JP, you remember that there used to be a McDonald's
3: commercial, and I seen it on my timeline. It was like an R&B song, like, version of the of McDonald's commercial in reference <laughs> to a 10-piece nugget. So no, man, they, they got DB already stressing, man. stressing <laughs> already. I'll tag um, you in it so you can see it after the show.
1: I, I'm gonna,
0: hell, I'm going to watch it right now. Right, you got
1: a 10-piece nugget. <laughs> uh, all right, so where, where was I at, man? Oh. Um,
0: <laughs> I do remember that. I, I'm going to retweet that right now. I growing, no retweet out, anything
1: like,
2: till tomorrow like,
0: people gonna be like why did jp
1: just retweet he's sipping it's, a, it's a long story <laughs> um all right so so last thing on my on my side um I, let's expand outside of just the, the oc spot just overall like your your biggest your biggest offseason needs obviously is going to be surrounding quarterback so i guess we can eliminate that offensive line is up there too but i guess my thing is um how do you kind of address it? What is your proper approach? If you had to lay out your plan, your offseason plan, are you – I'll just give you the floor. I'm not even going to – I'm not even answering the answer anything. What's, what's the, the plan that you would prefer in terms of attacking the offseason?
0: Uh, so real quick, just for, uh, for Dre, Benjamin Albright is a Broncos guy but covers the whole league. He's saying um, he heard a rumor about Biennemi after the season that he's on a one-year deal and that he might be gone so if you mm. want to i already saw the the dude um chris that i follow on twitter chris worthy already already has a uh, a mock-up of the enemy in a commander's quarter zip so things are moving man who knows um right. chris chris a good dude that's my boy <laughs> he's, he's funny i dm'd with him i think i had him on the podcast way back um uh Jamal, the question was. Yeah, yeah. now nah,
1: you go offseason, offseason plan, how you would define it. Obviously, quarterback and offensive line is up there. But get, if you had to make the rules, if you had to make out the plan off uh, free agency, you're going after X, Y, Z, draft, X, Y, Z, Sam, how QB one, et cetera. How's your plan?
0: Dude, I don't know. Um, that's a serious question. What do you guys think of Anthony Richardson?
3: Man, I, I think I, he's wrong. I love it. I, I love think he's
2: Malik Wilson, in a sense, I think he well Malik Willis. I think he's similar to Malik Willis in a sense. I think he's a little better than Malik Willis, but I also think that you're going to be taking a risk by relying on him if you want him to start as a rookie. And that's kind of one of the things, honestly, that I was going to ask JP. Like JP, what do you think Ron's like approaches this season? Like, I mean, how is he approaching this offseason? Do you think he's aggressive for a quarterback like he was last offseason? How do you think he approaches? What is his his sentiment this year for the quarterback
0: search? I don't think he knows. I asked him I, – I tried to ask him today, like, yo, stop going after veterans. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm serious. I I don't think – whatever they do, I don't want to use assets to acquire it. Like, I'm out on car. Um, the Raiders stink, and they're getting rid of them. And, and that's mm-hmm. perhaps too simple of a, a process. But, like, I, I'm just – I don't think anything's ever. I'm not sure anything's ever going to work as long as Dan is around. But Dan might be gone, so maybe things can start working. And I, I think you got to draft and develop a young guy. I, I like Howell. I don't. I don't know what Howell is. I, there's there's the dream scenario that he emerges into Kirk Cousins or something. Um, Russ Wilson, whatever you want to say. There's also the scenario that Houston just got boned by that Davis Mills showed him enough to come back the next year and run it back with Davis Mills, and then he's stuck. So, I don't know what you got in Hal, but I'm intrigued. Um, I wouldn't hate drafting somebody and then bringing a veteran in. I think I think Taylor's return probably took a hit with Scott going. Um I also think it's pretty hard to try to develop somebody else with the fan base with Taylor just how maniacal the hardcore Heineke supporters are. I love the kid and he, I think he's has a ton of value, but I think it's it's as a really really good backup. Um So, I, I I think – I don't know what you do at 16. I don't see them trading up. Like, if something wacky happens and the Bears don't trade out of that pick and all you have to get mm. to I, – I mean, I love Bryce Young. I don't see it happening, but I love that kid. Um, uh, JP, let me, let me ask you this. I know
1: – about say, I know AJ oh. talked about this earlier. Because
3: I, I thought about, it, it hit me immediately. As soon as Chicago locked in the number one seed, I was like, they got, a new, they got a new GM and a new head coach that did not go. That no, I know where this they is going weren't a, oh. <laughs> They weren't a part of the Justin Fields. <laughs> they weren't a part of the Justin Fields selection. I honestly think that they're going to go after Bryce Young and feel like they can pick up assets by moving Justin Fields to add more talent to the team. Would you give up a first and a third possibly for Justin Fields that's still on the rookie deal?
0: Two years through the deal, so you get him for three. You got to pay him at the end of next year. Like, you, if you did that, you'd be paying Justin Fields this time next year. Like, three, three years into his deal, he's up to the contract. He's gonna start deleting everything off his Instagram. You'd have to pay him. Um, I don't know, dude. I hadn't really thought about that. I don't think it's that plausible. Um, I like him as a prospect. You, he's he's still got to grow a lot as a passer, but damn, I mean, he's electric. Um, you build the right thing around him, I, I'd be really, really intrigued. I think it would cost you more than the one and the three, though. And I, they don't have a three. Um, yeah. So, it's intriguing. Uh, I, think, I think they get a three from um, the sheriff. sheriff. Like sheriff. Brandy Scherf. The comp pick. That's yeah, true. Yeah, Scherf. Yeah. Um It's intriguing. I think it'll cost more than that. But I also don't – I think – I don't know, dude. Um, I I don't think none of
3: us know. We're just no that that that's that's the interesting part about this offseason. Like you have no clue what Ron is doing. You don't know what the owner is going to do. None of it matters until they know what the owner. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because Mm -hmm. if Daniel Snyder wasn't selling this team, Ron wouldn't even be able to fire Scott Turner because he would have been gone. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah um fellas if, if if there's no 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 further questions for jp man like i said i, I appreciate you sticking with us, man I, I give you the full I'm plug for anything say, and man. everything not I'm look man you you came through I, I know you got some family things to tend to so i appreciate the time uh washington football talk podcast elite podcast i think everybody know that i think everybody listens um nbc sports washington 167 the fan is there anything else that i'm
0: missing uh, I did not covered it all. Dude, I'm going to the uh, – there's a sports book opening this week in D.C. Oh, yeah. Hey. It's Hey. Fun. Clo- hey clo- I only I was, go to I was, the sports floor. I, wanted, I, was, I want the world I was over the world. there. I, so I, I got go to sports floor. No, yeah, yeah, I
1: got I to sure, I I sure. see sure. the action, buddy.
0: Sounds good.
1: I need double action. <laughs> I need I need my parlays, and I need some – you know what I'm saying? My, yeah, I, I need some. Give me <laughs> all that,
0: man. You know how <laughs> yeah. we should. This is the first one of these in the country? Like, how is it not in Vegas or Miami or – like in a casino in Arizona or something. Like That's
2: actually. one thing Leonces had a vision for. Leonsis was on top of that before anyone else was. He was like, "We're going to build this sports book, yeah, the first sports book here, right by Capitol City." They took the Green Turtle away. I like Green Turtle. Hey. They had the good drinks, but they put the sports book there. Hey, Andrew, I'm was, be hitting your phone, like,
1: bro. I'm
0: be hitting your phone real soon for these oh, playoffs. You
2: know, you know it, it, it is what it is. Leonsis <laughs> is
0: Leonce's a visionary, dude. I mean, yeah. If you go back to how he made his money with America Online, like. What that was and what it became when everybody was on AOL Instant Messenger. I mean, the guy's clearly a visionary. And dude, uh, Dre, you text me next time you're going down there. My boy Kevin, have you been into the new? So obviously, the first floor is like the season <laughs> sports Sportsbook, but the second story now they have a like a Guy Fieri restaurant in there. I mm-hmm. haven't been to,
2: since they put the guy. I saw when they were doing the construction for it, it's but cool. I haven't been there since they have done it. I gotta it's, check it's it out. Cool I love Guy It's a good yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah definitely. Gotta cool. text you. I'll hit you up.
1: Yeah. All right, man. We got plan, man. JP, I appreciate you again. Take question, care. Hey, Big hey,
3: question, Mo. All the uh, are the ballerinas. Um, are they like a part of the sports book too? Like
1: you know, they oh. you know they, they play a part. You know, no. like man, JP will probably know. <laughs>
0: <I'm terrified. laughs> there's, there's JP married, probably know better okay. than us. I, I don't want to get him in trouble or anything. <laughs> oh, no, you know. there's married dudes out there like me, or 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 whatever your situation is. But um, so the first floor. This is 4th and K Northwest, right? Um, The first floor is like a really high-end, kind of like South American steakhouse called, uh, I think, Delinea, something like that?
3: Yeah, Um, Delinea is over there. Okay. I was just there Sunday.
0: actually. Oh, didn't you know why you're asking
3: me? I mean, I I, I know, but I haven't been to the sports book part. The crazy (laughs) thing is like – It's a legit (laughs) sports (laughs) book. AJ doesn't gamble like me and Mo.
2: Yeah, he ain't ain't in there, When I was
3: working with uh, D. Hall – Typically, our routine gaming. on Sundays, we used to, after the games that were home, we would go over there to relax, kick back, relax, and watch the Sunday night games. Right, so so I just didn't know ball. if the ballerinas were a part of the the over and under.
0: <laughs> second and third floor, second and third floor are cloakroom. And cloakroom is obviously the ballet. They built a fourth floor rooftop. Okay. This wild, like, retractable roof, all glass beautiful bar a billion tvs and it's there's there's no action up there everybody's fully clothed it's just it's a dude you feel like you're in miami like it's a swanky cool spot with like killer bourbon selection and like and and there's a separate elevator like you don't have to go through anything and uh it's a dope spot man okay sounds dope so,
1: I, gotta I, be I guess thin, I'll be man. I about to say I guess I'll be maneuvering on on, on JP a had me again. at the Bourbon. Shit. That's,
2: that's all you had to have me at. I don't even care no, about
1: no the sports, bull shit, bro. <laughs> No bull, man. Okay, all right, JP. Now we good. Um go ahead, man, take care. Uh man, let's, your, your get, let's get let's get JP
3: to make one prediction before he gets out of here. Yeah, well, two one bold prediction. Who who do you think ultimately will be the offensive coordinator? And
2: I
0: thought I got to take my own prediction.
3: These are questions. This is yours.
2: This is yours. Yeah,
3: right. I'm getting wants facts. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you for your prediction. OC and QB for okay. 2023. That's fair.
0: Fair. You're using fair pretty loosely. Um OC, Mike Shula, uh, QB, Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: All right, let's make it fair for JP.
0: Your preference is both. OC QB your preference is not realistic your preference I like the kid from the Rams I I like people that Sean vouches for um he's a young man who the hell knows but I'd be willing to roll the dice I think um at quarterback (sighs)
1: hey you get Sam you get to build up that offensive line
0: I, I dude if you I don't know that Heineke comes back now but I I kind of made my piece with a Heineke Howell open competition because I think Howell wins it, and then we all kind of think it's a lame duck year anyway. We at least find out what he's got if he's got something. That's where I'm at, maybe we got that's something. Me. that's where um, I'm at. But if I do, I get to make a bold prediction still, or do I just have to? Yes, answer you did. As low as yours. I do not think Jeff Bezos buys this team. Oh, that's mm. low. That's he's that's, the favorite.
1: Uh, that's a problem for AJ. He was he was banking on uh, Bezos and Jay Z. Uh, it's
3: it's really not a problem for me. I really hey, don't I care like too much who so the ownership that. is. I just want, I just want the the team that I've been rooting for since I was a little kid to win games. I could care less who the owner is, honestly. Me and you both. I don't want it to be the current guy, but outside of that, it's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even with that, I, I it's like I don't have any control. But who's to say that the next owner isn't just as bad? So I want to go. What I really want I don't like is to go think about base House and listen to him play that piano. <laughs> hey, when you come in this house, you're gonna smell like Ben Gay when you leave. <laughs> That's weird.
0: That's my cue to go. Yeah, Ben, ben-, <laughs> ben- Gay bourbon all up in the crib, man. All
1: right, JP, you take care, big dog. Appreciate you, you guys. man. Take care. Hey, yes, appreciate you. you.